0: here and welcome back to murder in the mountains thanks for bearing with me as we took some time off for the holidays and then i got covid and we've only had one episode so far so we are back and i have adam and holly with us today adam hey. who uh, probably won't say much just as the kind of person that he is but he might you know we'll see what happens y'all ready to jump in let's do it So this week's case takes place in Arlington, Texas. Arlington is the fifth largest city in Texas. And in 1996, when the case takes place, the population was around 261,721 people to be exact. So Amber Hagerman was born on November 25th, 1986 to Donna Williams and Richard Hagerman. By the time she was nine in January of 1996, her mother Donna was raising Amber and her five-year-old brother, Ricky, by herself. So I couldn't find if her parents just separated or the dad left or what. I did see that he commented on the case, so I know he didn't die, but I am not sure, like, what situation happened there. Um, But on the afternoon of January 13th, 1996, Amber and Ricky were at their grandmother's house when they went out to ride their bikes. They were told that they could ride their bikes, but not to go further than like one block. They said, okay, but as kids do, they didn't see any harm in going just a little bit further to an abandoned Winn-Dixie because it had a ramp that they could ride up and down on. It's only two blocks away, so what's the big deal, right? So Amber and Ricky left their grandmother's house at 310 in the afternoon, and by 318, Amber had been abducted. So that's- just Amber not. Correct. So only Did eight
1: the who abducted her?
0: No. So the kids got to the grocery store parking lot and just kind of rode around for a minute then Ricky remembered what they had been told only around the block. So he headed home and Amber was going to follow up, you know, right after him. So he left before her. So according to the one and only eyewitness that has come forward, as soon as Ricky rode away, a man pulled up, grabbed Amber, and dragged her into his black pickup truck. The man was described as either white or Hispanic, in his twenty to thirties, dark hair, less than six feet tall, and his truck had no defining characteristics and was in good condition. So it's a very vague. I was gonna say, like it's like, well, he could be white, he could
1: be Hispanic
0: could be 20, could be
1: 30.
0: Right. Um, And I just want to say, side tangent, as a culture, I feel like we're told, mind your own business. Don't stare. It's rude. It's not my place to get involved. Blah, 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 blah. But I feel like we all need to pay attention. And be aware of our surroundings. If it looks weird, take note. If a car is sitting there, get a license plate. So, like, obviously, don't put yourself in a dangerous situation or anything. If somebody has a gun, don't like insert yourself. But I just feel like if you think it's weird, like, people just need to pay attention.
1: Right. And if you can get a license plate, why not just get it?
0: Yeah. And you don't have to like turn it into the police if you don't know for sure. But if you hear that something happened around there, then you're like, oh, actually, I noticed I- this really weird car. Right. So. Now, did-
1: witness actually see the girl being pulled into it?
0: Yes. So uh, And what did
1: they think? Like it was like they didn't think I don't know, unless I I mean, I don't know, was the girl screaming? Was she I guess we don't we probably don't know, but does the witness know because if I saw a child being pulled into a car unless she went in willing willingly, mm-hmm. I would think
0: strange. So, according to seventy-eight-year-old Jimmy Kevell, he said that he pu- that the guy pulled up, jumped out, and grabbed her. When she screamed, I figured the police ought to know about it, so I called them. He also said that Amber was kicking the man as he forced her into his car. Gotcha. So, so he was
1: a clear abduction.
0: Yes. So he knew something was, you know, up. So a few minutes later, Ricky arrived back at his grandma's house alone. And obviously that threw up some red flags. Like they'd only been gone eight minutes. Now he's back by himself. So family members immediately went to look for Amber. And all they saw when they arrived at the Winn-Dixie parking lot was Amber's pink bike and police that had already arrived because of Jimmy's call. So like I said earlier, Jimmy Kevill is the only person to have come forward as an eyewitness to the kidnapping, despite it having happened in broad daylight in the middle of the day. Um, At the time of her abduction, there was a laundromat next to the Old Winn-Dixie, so police feel someone had to have seen something, but believe that many may not have come forward for fear of deportation, because in 1996, a fifth of Arlington's population was Hispanic. But the authorities have come out and said, like, we don't care your immigration status. We just want information on the case. Like, if you come forward, we're not going to be like, thanks, but you're deported. They're like, we literally don't care. If you know something, come talk to us.
1: Right, but they may have not believed them. I feel. I mean, I don't really know, but I feel like, I don't know. If I was in that situation, I don't know if they'd believe them or not.
0: Right. I mean.
1: Also, I don't, what year was it again?
0: 1996.
1: Okay. So probably, well, I don't know. I feel like there was cameras then, but I guess cameras aren't, Like, now I feel like every business has cameras.
0: And this was also an abandoned grocery store. So, like, it's, you know. They
1: they probably wouldn't have had cameras around.
0: Right. So, despite the lack of witnesses and information, police and the FBI continued to search for Amber. Four days later, a man walking his dog found the naked body of nine-year-old Amber by a creek near an apartment complex. According to maintenance workers for the nearby complex, they had been down there just a few hours earlier and didn't see a thing. But police believe a rainstorm caused the creek to rise rapidly and bring Amber's body to where it was found. So no details except that her throat was slit were released. So I don't know if she was sexually assaulted or anything else, but she was found naked, so I guess we can assume. Right. Um, but if
1: River, I'm sure a lot of the evidence was washed away,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Um, the police also believe she was kept alive for two days before being killed. And I'm assuming they think that because of being able to tell her, like, time of death and whatnot. But they didn't really give any other reason why they believe this.
1: Maybe point of like decomposition. Yeah. Like they could tell when she actually died and when they were abducted mm-hmm. or when she.
0: And she was found only four miles away. Right. So it wasn't like... Where she was taken. Right. So last week makes it 26 years since Amber was murdered and no arrests have been made. No suspects have been identified. Police have followed 7,000 tips, but they've all come up empty.
1: So they didn't... Like, I know they knew... Well, they're... Witness that it was a black truck did they look into black trucks in the area like I um, guess the license plate but
0: i'm sure they did but it had no distinguishing marks he was a white or hispanic guy in his 20s or 30s you know like they didn't have a ton to go off of it's not like oh it was a black truck with a flame down the side and yeah. you know it was literally just your run of the mill
1: were like there that. any other like abductions or murders in the area? Nope. And they still don't
0: know who did it. They still like- don't know who did it. But they just released, um, I think last year, that they have DNA in the case. And they never released that information before. So with like genetic genealogy and all these other advances in technology, they're hoping that they'll find something. But if not genetic genealogy, if the guy's DNA is not in the system, then they got nothing.
1: Right. And it's interesting that they're waiting 25 years to say that they have DNA. You know, I mean, I guess unless they have new technology to test. I feel like 1996, granted, we are in the 2020 era. But I don't know, it feels like not that long ago to me i guess it was it was 26 years ago
0: yeah i don't think they had very advanced i mean obviously not like we have now but
1: so like how do they do that when they find dna 25 years later obviously they've already had a funeral and probably buried this girl or cremated her or whatever i guess they took like swabs from her back 25 years ago and they're using new technology to test it? Like, how do they?
0: yes yeah, so I would assume there was blood on her body or maybe semen or something inside her or on her or saliva, just some form of DNA that they collected. Because even, like, before people knew that you could test DNA, some cops would just swab it and be like, maybe one day we could do something with this, which is crazy. And they yeah. kept it. And then they're like, sweet, we can do that. And then they test it and then... so. They didn't say what kind of DNA it was, but obviously it wasn't hers. You know, it was a right. different DNA. So,
1: okay. Nothing. Uh, seriously, Alexa, you tell us about this girl being abducted. We don't know who did it.
0: I know. And Maybe. if you were Ryan, you would say we an unsolved pretty- case. Are we you We get the unsolved
1: cases.
0: You don't. Why do y'all, everybody I've ever, like, co-hosted with says they get the unsolved cases. Do well, I well, do that many?
1: It's been a while. The last case we did that I remember doing. Oh, we did. Was we the did. boys with the social worker Susan and- Powell? No. Well, we did know that one.
0: No, it was did where the the one? boys in the house and the dad set the house on fire. Yeah, that's the- Susan Powell. Is it? So yeah. Obviously-
1: okay. Well, obviously, I don't pay much attention <laughs> being a guest. It's terrible. Yes, I shouldn't be on here anymore.
0: Yeah. So it is an unsolved case. There has been no developments, and I know that's frustrating. However.
1: It's very frustrating. I'm infuriated.
0: And he speaks. Uh, the story is not <laughs> over. So Diane Simone was an Arlington resident at the time of Amber's abduction and murder, and she had an idea. So she called the local radio station, because it's 1996, and that's what she do. And she was like, we have weather and civil defense alerts. Why don't we have a broadcast alert for missing children? And instead of being like... That's
1: how I know the story. Yeah. It's where Amber Alert, alert
0: came from. Spoil- Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Was Sorry. Just to, okay. <laughs> don't jump ahead. She's getting to it. That's how I know it. Okay. <laughs>
1: Finish your story.
0: So instead of being like, cool lady, we just don't. They reached out to local law enforcement and they agreed that they would start a broadcast that would interrupt whatever was going on, just like they did for severe weather and whatnot, to let people know what was going on. So this eventually spread to be nationwide. And as Holly said, was named the Amber Alert after Amber Hagerman. There are certain criteria that has to be met before authorities issue an Amber Alert. And here's the criteria. So an abduction of a child under the age of 18 has occurred, And the child is believed to be in danger of serious bodily harm and or death, either due to actions of another or due to a proven mental or physical condition. Even if formal activation criteria have been met, activation may be impractical if available information is not specific enough and or an extended period of time has passed since the disappearance. So they have to have enough info to tell the public, you know. So, Law enforcement has to have a reasonable cause to believe, which means that from eyewitness accounts or by eliminating other possibilities, the investigation leads to the belief that a child has been abducted. Familial abductions qualify only if a child is endangered by the actions of the abducting family member. And there's threats of violence against a child or a history of child abuse against the child. And whenever like it doesn't meet the Amber Alert requirements, it is possible for the police to issue like another kind of alert. It's just not an Amber Alert. So as of 2021, 1,029 children have been recovered safely because of Amber Alerts. So even though Amber's killer has never been found, her legacy lives on and she has helped to save over 1,000 children who could have met the same fate as her. Her mother, Donna, wonders what would have happened to Amber if alerts like this had already existed when her daughter was taken. But she does take joy in knowing that the Amber Alert has saved countless other children. Um, But she does still plead for the killer to just turn himself in. It's been 26 years or for people to come forward and hopefully with the new technologies and such, we'll find stuff out. But I thought this was an interesting case because it was literally the 26th anniversary of her murder last week. And it's cool to know like, how things come about that we see every day.
1: Wow. I mean, it's very like sad what happened to her. And did you say how, do they know how she died? I don't remember if you said that. They said
0: her throat was slit. Oh, but that's okay. all they revealed. So they may have more information that they're just keeping close, like that they have DNA.
1: It's so sad what happened to her, but it's, and like you said, her legacy lives on where she's saved over a thousand kids because of this, because of this alert. It's crazy. Like, what an amazing idea, too, for the person who came up with Amber Alert being inspired by her case.
0: And it's just some random lady. She's like, I'm just your ordinary woman and mother. But it's like, why didn't law enforcement think about this? It's-
1: and like you said, why wasn't it already a thing? Yeah.
0: 1996.
1: Yeah. Nice. I mean, so many cases before that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they had this type of alert.
0: That if word had just gotten out, like be on the lookout for a black pickup truck, even if it was just your run of the milk truck. I mean, I'm sure that would have been hard if they would have been getting calls left and right. But it could have been the pickup truck. Never right. Yet.
1: And just police could have been more aware and just, you know, had people calling them, hey, I just saw a black truck pickup truck and stop them just to mm-hmm.
0: see like a roadblock or something right adam any other thoughts
1: i to point out arlington no. texas like have we had other cases from arlington texas no you like is something going on mm-hmm. in arlington you're thinking right? like
0: arlington virginia is more famous arlington
1: i don't know i just when you said arlington texas immediately i was like oh i know this case because of where it was hmm But then I didn't click until you said about the Amber Alert, and I was like, oh, that's how I know this case. And I also remember the Winn-Dixie thing.
0: I think I'm going to start, let's just say, like a little mini-series on things that are like, how did this get started? little how-did-this-get-started series.
1: I would tune in.
0: Thank you, Holly. I
1: think also, like, you should totally do a podcast of people's reactions and, like, what they... (laughs) of all these cases. Like, the before and after talk. Uh, Like, before we even hit record, we were talking about other cases. It's Mm
0: -hmm. called a podcast warm-up. Is that what it's called? Is it called a podcast warm-up?
1: Or, or like, murder...
0: TM. (laughs) Trademarked it. Murder in in the
1: the mountains after hours. Or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Talk about the cases. We can get all the guests in there. We can get Megan on here. We get Ryan on there. We'll all raise our glasses of wines and then we'll just we'll just talk about all the cases and our theories on what we think happened okay i think that would be a great
0: what do you guys think would that be something that you would be interested in if not we may still do it anyway but i would love to hear y'all's opinion on if you would listen because we do get some pretty good candid comments as soon as i stop hitting the record button people are like okay i don't have to be proper anymore F this. <laughs>
1: honestly, honestly, I think some of our best conversations don't happen when you're recording, but I would tune in. I'd rate five stars.
0: I did just get a review that said that they like how we don't have a lot of banter back and forth. So maybe yeah. it would be good to oh. do it separate. And then if people, if anybody wants that, then, then they can tune in and be like, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking or write in about what their theories are. So that's yeah. fine. We can test it out. I'm open. As Holly said earlier,
1: Apple plug in.
0: Yeah. Y'all know the drill. If you could continue rating and reviewing on Apple podcasts. And as I said last time, Spotify has now made it to where you can review as well. So if y'all want to get in on that action, that'd be awesome. It's just me, one man Wolfpack and my co-hosts. Um, doing the sync editing recording all the things don't say wow i said am my co-host adam you've really contributed today <laughs> <laughs> um so it would be awesome it to i i love reading the reviews and seeing the reviews even if they're one star that's okay or if you are like me and i've never left a rating or a review before go yes, ahead and do it if you don't want to tell a friend about the podcast and just share it and you know whatever do something, get the word out. That's my that's my twenty twenty two New Year's resolution. How about that? I didn't have one up until this second.
1: To leave a review on a podcast?
0: No, to grow my
1: podcast.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you really missed the point. <laughs> well, I may start next week the little, or continue on with from this week the little. Where'd this come from? Mini series, and maybe we'll take Holly's suggestion of doing like a little after hours episode two so let us know if that's something you would be interested in let us know on instagram at murder in the mountains and we will see you next week for another episode see ya
1: bye Bye.